from behind home plate, your Orioles talk, section 336, the next generation of Baltimore sports talk. Hey guys, have you checked out 336 Daily? Did you know that sometimes, in fact, pretty often I've been recording it in my car while driving to different job sites? That's how easy Anchor is to make podcasts. With Anchor, you can record your podcast and edit your podcast and upload your podcast all in the Anchor app, and then it makes sure it goes after iTunes and Spotify and wherever you need to put it. it. They take care of everything, distribution, they help you with advertising and getting in commercials. Check out the Anchor app. Go to the App Store and download the Anchor app for free or go to anchor.fm to check it out. gentlemen boys and girls baltimore sports fans of all ages welcome to section 336 next generation of baltimore sports talk i am your endearingly stuttering host matt sroka and as always i'm joined by the button lover josh sroka uh, hey i'm sitting right across from you this time yeah and we're joined by the zany one Britt roadie happy hanukkah coconuts look at that he's alive <laughs> in yeah. the flesh yeah and we're all together this is tis the season yeah merry yeah. christmas to our listeners Happy holidays. Happy Hanukkah. Now, I feel like Kwanzaa. now we're like the uh, stereotypical uh, podcast. We're in our parents' basement <laughs> sitting around yeah. doing a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> no, Mom, I don't want any meatloaf. Right. <laughs> oh, wait. Does she have some meatloaf? Well, I might be sp- down for that. Spaghetti, actually. So, <laughs> and she could bring some down later. if you just Spaghetti or busketti? Uh, Paschetti, if you ask her. <laughs> Paschetti. Yeah. But no, this is like, I, actually, I was thinking it, I guess, stereotypical uh, podcasters. Uh, I, I mean, was thinking also how we started. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like a throwback. This is, yeah. reminds me of Josh's basement. Yeah, this I'm like lounging the, on the couch. Yeah, it's this nice. is it similar is. to the, the the seat I sat in. Yeah, uh, yeah when so, we first started the podcast. Yeah, we're on couch, portable stands, no table. This is very similar to our first couple yeah. episodes. We're going back to our roots, though. Josh's setup here is a little, little bit nicer than uh, when yeah. we first had it. More colorful. Yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. Did I get this after? I think you did. All I right. I don't remember those fancy colors. Are those lights purposely green and red for Christmas time? Or that's no, just I can how make them are. any color we want. Well, the one light is red because red means record. Of course, so it's recording. Yeah. And these other, uh, when I press them, they play different sound effects. But how do you know which ones are which? Like the iPad, they were labeled. They're labeled right here on my t- little oh, touchscreen. I see. So like that's I, a touchscreen too up at the top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man! So if I press uh, like this button, the Bad Bird song starts playing. Nice. Right. Well, that, that's film study podcast must be must be doing pretty good. <laughs> All these new equipment. Oh yeah, that's yeah. A, <laughs> is, is that pronounced a roadie caster? Is that how you pronounce that? Road, road. Actually, I got you can this. Call it roadie. Right. <laughs> I, got, I got this. I got this before moving to Florida, I believe. Yeah, we did. We did a couple shows with this. But this is the first time it's like sitting right in front it's of in me the and middle. Matt. Like, we never knew what you had going on back right. there. In the old studio, it was tucked <laughs> under yeah. and hid. So yeah. Um, yeah. We, we, I've had it for a, almost a year. But you guys, it was hidden from you. Where now it's out in the middle. Yeah. Well, Josh, so. welcome back to Maryland. Did you f- Thank you. Yeah. The home yeah. of championship football teams. Yeah, right. isn't it nice? You, you went from Jacksonville Territory to Baltimore Raven territory. That's quite the upgrade. You know what the you know what the move to Jacksonville has done to me? Or the St. Augustine. I'm not in Jacksonville. Yeah. I'm sorry. Josh, if you but, could have make the trade right now, Lamar Jackson for Gardner Minshew the well, third. Well that's what I was gonna say. What what he's the second, isn't he? Oh the second. It, I'm sorry, it, I can never remember. What it's made me do is it's made me like feel like Minshew is a good quarterback because everyone down there is excited about Minshew. So I'll get excited about Minshew and I'll draft him and I'll put him on like my fantasy bench. And stuff, and let him sit there because he sucks. But I keep 
mentally thinking that he's pretty good because everyone down there is excited for Minshew. That's the uh, Joe Flacco syndrome. Yeah, yeah. Just because he's your guy, he's the local guy, you hear about him all the time, you want to assume he's pretty good. Right. But in reality, he's garbage. Right. No, I get all into <laughs> Minshew mania because that's what everyone is down there. But he sucks. He's horrible. They're all they're all excited about the mustache. He's better than Nick Foles. Just like we were all with Flacco and the Fu Manchu, the Fu Manchu years Manchu, ago. Yeah. It's very similar to... Joe Flacco mania. Well, I tell you what, if you went on NFL.com right now, I bet you could buy a Gardner Minshew jersey and get it in time for Christmas. I easily. could. But the same is not true for our quarterback, yeah. Lamar thankfully, Jackson. Thankfully, I've already got the Lamar Jackson. Okay. Because you know what happened? This I got mine this summer because I said, I'm in Minshew territory. I need to represent Baltimore. Before the trade embargo with China that allowed you to get that. Yeah, from. I was yeah. going to say, I could get one of those Chinese jerseys today, too. <laughs> yeah. This is a Chinese uh, uh, Yeah. Yeah, but there's be a lot of paying two hundred dollars. How much money do you think? How much money you think the Ravens made at that pop up shop selling Lamar Jackson jerseys for two hundred bucks a piece or whatever? They were were. selling them for two hundred bucks. I don't know what they're. I mean, they have to go. They have them at Dick's for a hundred bucks now, but it's only two XLs. I was there. I looked. There was a gigantic rack of two XL Lamar Jackson jerseys. You you and Matt official wear at the same time. Yeah. Uh, I, I need a large, so if anybody has an eye out on a you large guys, black, now, that's what I okay, want. Okay, I'm ignoring all the jokes <laughs> that there's only two XLs at Dick's. I'm going to ignore all those jokes. <laughs> now, it's too true. easy. I went to two Dick's. <laughs> now this is, <laughs> and they were all too big for you? Yeah. Right. <laughs> this is a couple the, three XLs, if you can believe it. This is the Chinese <laughs> knockoff, but the problem was I ordered this in July, and I didn't get it until the first week of football season. So there is there is a import problem. Mm. If you order it from China now, you will not get it until uh, baseball yeah. season. I think there's going to be a lot of disappointed kids on Christmas because Lamar Jackson is going to disappoint people because he's too good and you can't find his jersey. So parents aren't going to be able to supply their kids with Lamar Jackson jerseys fast enough. It is really fun that the like hot guy, the exciting guy, is on our team. Hot guy, yeah. <laughs> we've yeah. never had the hot guy. No, we've never had the hot guy. We've never – well, for one, we've never had – what, uh, number one seed going into playoffs? Never. Yep. Second time, we, time. Uh, second time ever we've won 13 games in a season. Yeah, we've had a lot of good teams, right? We've seen a lot of good teams as Raven fans. I mean, two Super Bowl wins. Right. And yeah. we've seen good teams Lots have of great teams. runs. But we never had like the consensus best team in the regular season. Both of those Super Bowl runs came with a home playoff game, but then it was on the road the rest yep. of the way. And this year's going to be the complete opposite. Right. Yep. And I've been saying that for years. It, I I like making the playoffs. I like what we squeak in when we're not that good, but we're good enough to squeak in. And playoffs are exciting no matter what seeds you get. But if you want to make a statement, if you want to be the best of the best, you got to make other teams come to your stadium. And that's what's going to happen this year. And I can't wait. I already yeah. got tickets for the first game. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Nice. Thank you to my brother. Nice. <laughs> yeah. A little Christmas present? No, I got to pay for it, okay. but uh, but the ticket is locked down for whenever it is, whoever we're playing. And like, first home playoff yeah, game. Three weeks from now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fun, yeah fun. Um, what I'm holding out hope for, back to the jerseys real quick, when the Ravens had the Super Bowl run, Super Bowl 47, uh, I, I'm still wearing it now. My Ed Reed jersey uh-huh, the has patch. the patch on it. Yeah, so the surely, Ray Lewis with the patch. if the Ravens make the Super Bowl, there's going to be Lamar Jackson jerseys with this patch on it right. in abundance at every Models, yep. every and, Dicks. And I, that's what I'll do. I'll spend money on another jersey. When that, whenever you put that patch on a jersey, I buy it. Yeah, you got to have yeah. it. I got the Nada I'm the same one. way. I never buy jerseys. And if they go to Super Bowl, same with the Orioles. I'm still waiting for that Orioles jersey. Right. I've never bought off an official baseball jersey. But if they ever go to the freaking World this is, Series, that's true. This one. Ed Reed one's the last one I bought, and that was yeah. Super Bowl run. Yeah. Ray Lewis, the last one I bought with the Super Bowl. I mean, I got these knockoffs, but not as the last real with official the, jersey I the bought. The Orioles jerseys, I'm not buying anything as long as they got that stupid Nike swoosh on the front. I'm not buying any wait, of that wait. garbage. Does that really bother you? Kind of. I'm still really? confused what happened. I missed it. I thought Under Armour yeah, but was going to take over. That, that fell down the it toilet about a year okay. ago. Right. Yeah, I was surprised too when they said that. So the pinstripes have a, 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 a swoosh on it. So everyone has a swoosh yeah. right above your right nipple. Okay. And and currently, where does who's it currently? Majestic. Yeah. Uh-huh. And where do they put their logo on the sleeve? Okay, so the big deal is that Nike is putting the swoosh on the front. Yes. Yep. Above the right nipple, as Bert said. Exactly. <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right. I didn't know that was. I guess and that's, that's going to prevent you from buying a, uh, an Orioles jersey. Uh, it, that it, and the <laughs> fact that they're terrible. <laughs> Who am I going to buy? A Hunter Alberto jersey or something? There were a lot of Mark Trumbo <laughs> jerseys available at the Orioles warm up. You can still oh, get a yeah. Joe Flacco jersey at the Models by my house for fifteen dollars if you uh, 
are so inclined. Josh, you, oh, I could have gotten him from for Christmas. Yes, Josh only owns three uh, Flacco shoot. jerseys. I already have a Flacco jersey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but this is official licensed Joe Flacco yeah, jersey. Not the one from China. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have a China. This is my only Chinese jersey. All right. I think. All right. Uh, my Adam Jones jersey is Chinese also. All right. So, I, but I, that's kind of fitting right now. Yeah. For Adam Jones to have a Chinese jersey. The, Japanese and Chinese people are different, Josh. No, but it's on the other <laughs> it's the same side of the country. I don't even know if my jersey's country? Chinese. It's Asian. They're two separate countries. You know what I mean? The world. <laughs> other kind of the world. Of the continent, yeah. Oh man. Hope I, I want don't want to offend any Japanese or Chinese listeners we may have. Yeah, with bad geography we, <laughs> we that's a large percentage of the three three sixers, uh Japanese and Chinese communities. Yeah. We're huge in Japan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, at least we're huge somewhere. <laughs> So uh, there's really no Orioles news to talk about. <laughs> I, I think the only Orioles news to talk about is in comparison to what other teams are doing. You mean so, you don't want to get into the uh, Britt Giroli news? No. Storytelling session? No, there's a podcast with Britt Giroli on it telling stories about being a reporter. And, and uh, If you're into it, check it out. Former Orioles that uh, players idolize seducing her with Drake music. <laughs> yeah, so there's sounds yeah. interesting. Yeah, yeah. So, so I real think quick, Britt Brit has her own curse of Andino. Yeah, so if you don't know what we're talking about, there's a crazy story where Britt. This is when she was a young reporter, 2000, um, 2012. 2012. Uh, um, Orioles are about to play the wild card game in, in Texas. Texas. She gets oh, a yeah. call from from or a text from someone, a player in in the the players hotel saying, "Hey, I got some news for you, but you know I, I need to tell you this in person." So she goes over, things going to be like breaking news. It's like someone's injured or something. And she goes over there and she's like, I don't want to, I don't want to even be seen with you, you know, it's for people to talk. So just come to my, my, my room. And she opens the door. And like Josh said, there's candles lit everywhere. Drake's playing in the background oh. as this man. And we can, and she doesn't say who it is. She, Josh likes to speculate. No, she, she used the name. Reputation. She used the name Robert. I don't know if she used the name Robert. She really? used the name Robert. And because, do you know? Because later in the podcast, he asked her how she reacted. And she said she made some comment about Robert mm. when, in reference in him. So I'm Bob. guessing it's got to be, uh, there's only one Bob. Robert I know of. Yeah. The the great Andino. Right. She mentioned the guy has tattoos on his back of his kids' names. Robert Andino had a lot of tattoos. And he, she said, but you're married. And he said, he's, oh, she said, Robert, you're married. And he said, it's only for tax purposes. <laughs> Not in the zip code. <laughs> <laughs> right. But we're in Texas. Yeah. Yeah. Bert, have you ever used it's only for tax purposes excuse as far as being married? Not with a marriage, no, but for plenty of other things. <laughs> tax purposes uh, could, could get, get you away with a lot of things. Tax purposes is the reason for Birdland Sports. There, there you go. Just so you know. There, there you go. go. So, covers so, Section 336 so, and film study expenses. So you and Robert Andino have something in common. Yeah. You yeah. both do two things just for tax purposes. I'm now in the middle of Google and Robert Andino tattoos. <laughs> okay. You can report back. But not, not news as far as Orioles goes, but we're not the only team tanking, right? The Marlins are tanking. The Tigers are tanking. Um. And speaking of which, the Marlins traded for VR, so they got a player, even if it's just for one year, who's kind of good. Yeah. The Tigers this past week signed CJ Crone, um, the the power hitting first baseman, and Jonathan Scope. I saw Scope, yeah, 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 both for one year, six point one million dollars. So these tanking teams, um, and their Tigers are kind of doing what, what minute, minute the Twins did last year. They signed a bunch of guys on one year deal who nobody else wants. Like nobody wants Crone, nobody wants Scope. So you get him one six point one million dollars for both those guys, and so the Tigers are actually like putting professional players on the field while going through the tanking process. A little different than the Orioles. Uh, would you guys like to see the Orioles do something like that, like bring in a Jonathan Scope for one year, bring in a couple other guys for one year who are actually professional players, or are you guys still good with the? Let's just you know, let's just put non-professional players out there. Well, I, I think it's two approaches to. <laughs> I mean, it's achieving the same thing, but two, yeah. two kind of different approaches. You're asking if we're good with it? No. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not good with just a garbage AAA reject team. But uh, I don't know. They they could have done that with like VR. Who, yeah. They could have just resigned and at least have somebody of... It's just for one year. It doesn't hurt your future. Yeah. That can play 162 games and at least be entertaining to watch and put some kind of spark into you know a 90-loss team or whatever we're going to end up being again. 
Yeah. Um, and it's not like VR would block block a spot or if you sign scope for one year, it's not like he's blocking a spot for any studs coming up in the minors because you have no one in those positions. Right. But at the same time, the other side of the argument would be we did that for many years. We would bring stars in saying, hey, we're just going to plug these guys in and maybe magic will hit and magic never hit. I appreciate that they're not trying to fool anybody. Like, these are the guys yeah. we're going to bring in and, and be competitive this year. Like, nobody's blowing smoke to the fans. Like, we know what's going on, and we kind of have to be okay with it. Yeah. Yeah, in my experience, that Orioles warm up, and it was a small sample size, right? But just being around other fans, it sounds like people, for, for, for the most part, on board. Can I touch on this article real quick from Fangraphs? Is this about winter warm-up? Yeah. You really got offended by this because you really enjoyed was, winter warm-up. You I thought did. it was way better than FanFest. I did. And this guy, his name is Justin Clue. All right, Justin Clue. He's writes for Fangraphs, apparently. Um, and here, here's a tweet where he sent out the article. I know a Justin Clue. I wonder if it's the same person. Right. Where he linked the article. It says, I went to Orioles winter warm-up for Fangraphs. My goal was to not, to not, emphasize not, be condescending or overly cynical about it. Um, and then he goes on to write an article where he's completely condescending and cynical about it. So congratulations on not achieving your goal at all. Um, here's, here's one of the opening paragraphs. And tell me if this is not condescending or cynical. I think it's one of them. He, he writes, quote, Walking to stadium, it was clear that warmer days were a long way off. Picnic tables were stacked on top of each other, ensconced by piles of wet leaves. The sky was a thick gray and unloaded a, const- a consistent drizzle on the sparse migration of attendees toward Utah Street entrance. A little girl with a frozen umbrella started crying. <laughs> and that's, right. that's so, kind of how so he's, the, the picture he's opens. painting is, okay, I get it. But that's not like, all right, to say that I'm going to go there and try not to be tear it down and your first three sentences to start to tear it down yeah and then he talks about how um oriole fans how this is kind of terrible and no one's going to this event and this everyone kind of sucks but then like he talks about the questions that people that people were asking and he talks about how people were asking like good questions and no one was being really cynical no i've i've Um, been to fan fest i've heard fan questions (laughs) those fan questions are some of the worst questions ever you think we can bring back ryan flaherty Uh uh-huh yeah, hey, so, what's Frank Robinson doing these days? <laughs> exactly. And then he died two days later. Yeah, awkward. <laughs> <laughs> so here's what, here's what he says about the fans. It says, it was a mostly productive session as fans lobbed congenial inquiries at them and Hyde, Elias, and Mydell politely responded. If there were any cantankerous malcontents who'd come ready to make a scene, they didn't make themselves known. Sure, the Orioles brass had shown up to answer questions in inclement weather on a Saturday morning, but that was a small time commitment to to make for a team asking fans to buy season ticket packages while also prominently featuring Mark Trumbo jerseys in the gift shop. <laughs> and then he writes, nobody would have blamed the fans for being more exasperated, but most seemed like they just wanted to know who the GM liked in the minors, how the front office went about their jobs, who some of the leaders of the team were, how a- a- analytics factored into decision-making and whether or not they considered selling the naming rights to Kimmy Yards in order to scare up some cash. So that comes across to me. So fans were asking about GM decisions, about the minors, who you like the minors, uh, front office as there's new roles and their roles, um, decisions to do about naming rights for Camden Yards. So it sounds to me, despite the cynicism of this one one guy writing the article, that fans were actually asking kind of really intelligent and thoughtful questions, understanding the situation the Orioles are in. We don't care about Um, what the lineup is going to be or who the top five starting pitchers are going to be. We want to know about... The right. What's yeah. what are you guys going to do to make twenty twenty one and twenty twenty four exciting for us? Right. Yeah, and then the article ends with him interviewing this fan who says, "Quote: I am uh, I flew in from Florida to come into this lovely cold weather." She says, "Florida, Josh. May, 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 maybe you know this um, this person." Yeah, I know um, everyone. Her, down name, there now. her name is Jamie. <laughs> do you know a Jamie from Florida? Oh yeah, me and came, Jamie. Okay, yeah. Okay, so you know her. She says, "Everyone's like really. Everyone's like really." I'm like, yes, I did. Jamie says with a weary smile that 2020 is going to be a great year. Like even when he writes, Jamie just didn't smile. Jamie says with a weary smile. Like I don't, I don't know what that means. This, this article. But he's trying to twist it to be like not even her optimism is all of a sudden turned weary when there was nothing no. pessimistic about that quote. But whatever. She thinks getting it, and she this quote. She thinks getting the right behind the scenes team members and crucial 
is crucial moving forward. She didn't get to ask a question of the triumvirate of, uh, of assembled leadership, but if she had, it would have been the same question in everyone's mind when the forecast doesn't look good. I would have asked, how were they planning on keeping it going, she says, keeping it alive. And so it, seems, it sounds to me like the article is super negative. The article, but, I, I, I just read, I read through the article, and the article sounds like Oriole fans were lining up to jump off the warehouse. Yeah, but all the actual evidence of the fans asking questions and the quotes from the fans are all like positive. Right, but the like, guy, the guy's trying to write a story like, like a depressing, like sad, like this, the dystopian. Is that dystopian? Yeah, What's sure. That uh, he's talking about the guy who leading the Orioles cheer, and yeah, he, yeah. he doesn't spell S. He ends with E and finishes. So they just he just led the crowd in spelling Oriole. Yeah. <laughs> then he, then he and talks, there were some like dumb stuff like that. Then he talks about Brandon Hyde and some being water there signing autographs and like accidentally hit something and water spilled out because it was raining. Yeah. Like it's he's trying to paint this picture but, of like the end of uh, Baltimore. Yeah, but if, like, if, you, if you, I'm surprised he didn't mention anything about the riots in here. Right, but don't let the facts get in the way of a good story. Like my takeaway from that article was the fans, man, get it. Like the if you listen to to the questions. Um, that people were asking, and I was there. I heard the questions. Um, they're like smart questions that people are are like understand the process. Now, yeah, it was the it was a rainy day, right? As yeah. the article points out, a bunch. Well, yeah. Um, it was outdoors. It was outdoors, so there was not a lot of. It, so it's only it diehard Oriole fans, yeah. right? So diehard Oriole fans, I think, are more likely to get the process than some random dude on Twitter. But sure. still, but still, the the takeaway for me was, man, fans. Or- Orioles have really good fans, and right. Michael Elias is lucky that these fans get it. They get what's going on. So yeah, we didn't sign Jonathan Scope or CJ Crone, but I think yeah, we're, we're fans not are still like we're on board. I think Oriole fans would prefer if we signed Jonathan Scope, if we kept Jonathan VR, we would prefer it. But at the same time, like we get what's going on here, and I think just right. our, I think our fan base is really intelligent and smart. Um, and so I don't know. I I walked away optimistic about our fans. Um, so I think it's a good thing. I just hope I, I'm I'm fine with all that too, and I'd like to consider myself to be in that boat with that fan base. That yeah, I want to go that asking far. the smart questions. Yeah, I want to go that far. Maybe I mean you maybe were, you were ready to ask Adam Jones about I don't know what at the. <laughs> oh, that was a dream question. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Right, that never happened. Wish it could. But I mean, you know, I'm I'm going to go to you know ten to thirteen games this year. Uh, That's I, a lot. I I guess. Uh, yeah, but. I'm I'm not going to care about the standings. I'm not going to, you know, it's it's kind of just like obligatory to maintain a minimum fanhood. Yeah. Until the guys I'm seeing in Aberdeen and and uh, Delmarva are going to be the pros and make this a good team. Yeah. I don't expect I'm going to be the last person to buy a 82 game season ticket even if I had the money for it cuz I think it's a huge waste of money for yeah. anybody to buy that plan at least for the next 2 years. Yeah. Right. You must be insane. Yeah, and I'm already I'm done with anyone who complaining about attendance um, at any point in the season. Oh, like shut it. up! Like shut up! I don't up. care about it even when they're doing well. Well, like, yeah. half the time I'd rather just stay home. Well, yeah. like even <laughs> even I and think, I'm a big fan. And I mean, even when you look at like TV numbers, even that kind of shows you where Orioles fan base are. Even though attendance was way down this year, TV numbers were up as always. Yeah, they were fine. Yeah, Orioles now, fans put up good numbers right. in TV games. Plus, we get all that money from the Nationals. Yeah, well, that helps out too. <laughs> yeah, so but but it does. There's nothing as as far as the quality of like of of your fandom related to going to games. It doesn't make sense. Like it doesn't make sense equating um, how good of a fan you are with how many games you go to when they put out this product. Like I I don't begrudge anyone who says I don't want to go to the game because I because they stink because yeah. they're not trying to win. So why should we? pay tickets right it doesn't mean you're not a fan of the orioles it just means you don't want to pay money to see a losing product but then all the people who wasted their time and their money going to the 82 games a year at home or be the first ones to mouth off at you when you do show up and they do well yeah i mean it's like this so they it's can like what we're experienced with Ravens kick fans right, for right. all i care about right yeah, you, same yeah. thing i i gladly went to costco every sunday joe flacco started for the last two years yeah because it was garbage football it, i've refused to waste my time but don't call me a fair weather fan because I'm a Johnny come lately because Lamar Jackson's exciting. No, I just I have a way of allocating my time and what I deem is valuable and watching garbage Joe Flacco football is a waste of my time. Yeah. 
So, yeah, and that's to me, that's like logical, right? And that that's not about. Oh, oh, wait a minute. If your team is winning and your team is playing second football, you right. watch them more. Like that's no, exactly. That has nothing to do with fandom. That's just reality. No, it's just like we were talking about jerseys. Jerseys are really expensive. We're not going to buy them until they have that World Champions patches on them. <laughs> you get yeah. that Super Bowl patch on, you get that World Series patch on, we'll invest the $200. Yeah, yeah. But this this whole notion of, of fan <laughs> fanhood and bandwagon... And who's a bigger fan? I can't and- believe how crowded the stadium is for these Orioles playoff games. Where were you guys in 2019? Right. Yeah. Like, now, <laughs> dude, now, dude, now, I'm not going to go to a game on a, on a rainy, uh, yeah. what, May, or, May or, night. Or you'd rather the home playoff games be empty. Right. Oh, okay. Let's, let's just only allow the people who showed up in, from 2018 to 2020. Yeah. Now, uh, now I, think you, I, I, I think you got something there. Because let's let everyone come into the games because the games are more excited when the crowds are full. But maybe we can ban them on being able to go get concessions unless you were a fan for a long time because yeah, I, right. I hate the long lines on full games. Yeah. <laughs> and it doesn't mean like you can support your team in other ways. Like I, I do agree like you should support your team even when they, even when they, they lose. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to go to a whole like, bunch of games this year. It, that doesn't mean I'm, I'm jumping off the bandwagon. Right. But it also doesn't mean like at home you're – you're putting on a Miami Marlins shirt and you're no, no. longer wearing your Orioles shirt out. Right? No, no, half my closet's orange. Yeah, like we're still rocking Miami's orange. orange now, though, too. <laughs> right, right. We're still I, and, uh, like that. I, I mean, I would not be mad at you, Josh, if you bought a Victor Victor Marlins jersey at some point in the next five years. Well, at this rate, it's going to take five years for Victor Victor to make it to <laughs> yeah, the majors. We'll see what happens. That's, yeah. that's gone. I, I do want to make a trip down and check out Miami's stadium at some yeah. point. And that should be actually an exciting thing this year. Which you didn't see a whole lot of last year, just because the position Michael Elias was in, and that's hopefully we hear about some international signings this year um, that we didn't hear of last yeah, year. Yeah, hopefully coming this way instead of going that way. Yeah, um, but again, like that's you sign a guy, and five years later you see what you have. So that's it's hard to get excited about international signings right. often because <laughs> they're usually like kids. So Bert, will you go to Aberdeen games then? Um, I'll go to. A Aberdeen game, which is more than last year. <laughs> I went to one last year. Okay, you think you'll attend? I went and only because Adley Rushman was there. You think you'll attend more major league games or minor league games this major year? Major league games, well, yeah. because of the season tickets. Yes, yeah, it's an obligation, right? <laughs> Thankfully, like, I think I was one. I'm grateful for. I, it's a gift, so I want to <laughs> yeah. do it. I think I was right. close speak, to speak even last year. year. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I was close to even last year as far as minor and major league. Well, games. and we. There's also the advantage of going to major league games. You're going to Camden Yards. Yeah, like you're going to a, a, great, a stadium. great stadium. Of course, yeah, that's the and biggest draw. Like, could you of imagine course. if you were like going to Tropicana Field every time? It's, it's like, no, the team sucks, and I don't want to invest. Go to that stadium. Yeah. yeah, it's definitely a good experience going to a baseball game, being around other Oriole fans. The, any of the minor league games will just have to be a matter of who's playing for the team at that period, or maybe who's pitching that you, Or maybe what the giveaway is. Exactly. That was going to be my third <laughs> right. point. Now, losing, <laughs> like losing and having no hope isn't really, is it new? Do you feel like it's new to us? I feel like so many seasons before 2011, 2012, before all that, we would at least go into the season saying, hey, the Calvary's coming, and we'd have like this built-in hope. I don't remember seasons like last year and this year where we know there's absolutely no chance. Yeah, because like yeah, even like those uh, Palmero, yeah. Javi Lopez years. Like those 14 losing years, we still at least convince ourselves of fake hope. Yes. We start signing these veterans. The pitchers are coming. Yeah, you, you could paint a picture, paint a scenario. That Miguel Tejada years. Yeah. 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 Brian Roberts was going to get hot. He was going to take care of things. But somebody like uh, Teixeira was coming up for free agencies who were like, if we stay competitive, we could, <laughs> we could potentially right. land this right. guy. We thought we could actually get Teixeira because yeah, he's yeah. a Serena Park boy. Yeah, like. Yeah. This is it's because it's a, we, it is a little different. Like looking at this is okay. We know there's no hope. We're tanking because every year we actively tried to put a competitive team on yeah. the field. We were one of the highest payrolls for a while. Yeah, and there's been a change, and we're no longer trying to put it. And and I guess tanking is a relatively new concept too. I guess I don't know if teams were tanking like this ten years ago, like they are now. I don't think so. Um, so yeah, but like we're acti- we're not. Actively trying to win. We're still in the acquire talent, as Michael Elias likes to say. The acquire talent stage. Yeah, acquire talent, not so, for the majors. We yeah. still don't know who's going to pitch next year, but we'll keep acquiring yeah. talent. But we do know there's likely will be a Michael Elias t-shirt night. So we have that yeah. before. Right. <laughs> right. 
All right, and lots of throwbacks. Lots of uh, Brooks Robinson and Eddie Murray being brought out to wave to the crowd. <laughs> oh, I would bet money right now on an Eddie Murray bobblehead. Sign some autographs. Because we had a Brooks bobblehead last year. Yeah, that uh, would be a good one. But, get, it, but it'll be one of those games where you have to buy a special ticket package to get right. the bobblehead now. Oh, uh, like a Game of Thrones night? Yes. Yeah, yeah, definitely yeah. another... You can't uh, just have a bobblehead anymore. It, it has to be right. part of a special package. Right. We'll have another Stranger Things night. Um, I doubt there'll be a Game of Thrones night. Right. WWE <laughs> night. And uh, I don't know, whatever else. is Star Wars night. We'll have a Star Wars night. So... Josh, did you get this? Uh, it's Christmas season, Christmas time. It is. Did it's you get right over your shoulder? Did Did you get your uh, your daughter's anything sports related for Christmas? You want me to just give up their Christmas presents? Did well, you, you already, already do celebrated Christmas? Christmas a month ago. <laughs> yeah, we did. So we, we got onto okay it on the last podcast. And also, I don't think uh, they listen to the podcast. No, my kids. No, my kids hate sports. <laughs> my girls want nothing to do with the Orioles or the Ravens. Is that what you're asking? Yes. No, my girls. But isn't this your opportunity to persuade them a little bit? Like, here's a. Uh, I, I've tried. Pure, I've pure tried. The only uh. thing that works is Emma steals some of my shirts. Yeah. So <laughs> she has a Bundy shirt that she likes and a Section 336 shirt that she likes. Okay. So, uh, no, I keep trying. And, right. and I'm not getting any, any, any push. All right. Bert, um, Albie, I know, is uh, super into. He, he came in tonight in a, in a Ravens jersey. Well, yeah, and I don't think he got anything for Christmas, Orioles or Ravens related, but he is now rocking a Tory Smith jersey that used to belong to his sisters, which he now fits into. So it's oh, like getting nice. a Christmas hand-me-down Christmas gift. Yeah. Oh, and Tory Smith, that's a good one to hand me down. Yeah, I and mean, it's from the Super Bowl year, uh, 47. So uh, Got the patch? It doesn't have the patch, but mm-hmm. we did buy it for my oldest daughter, whatever year that was, 2012. Does yeah. that sound right? Is it? Yeah. Because the Orioles, the Ravens won the Super Bowl right before we started this podcast, right? Yeah. Yeah, 2012. So 2012. Yeah. Right, because... I remember, it was Ravens 2000. We, right. Then... Then we thought the Orioles were going to do it. Well, then the, the Terps 2002 won the championship, and then all these twos, and then the Ravens 2012. Right. But t- and 2012 now the Orioles was... 2022. What was the... The Rangers year was that that was 2012. Yes. Yes. So we actually started the podcast in 2013. It was after that Rangers season. Yeah. When everybody got all back on board with the Orioles. Was it was that when it was? No, I think we started it the year before. Six, yeah, we got 6 years down, right? 6 or 7. I think we started in 20 No, we started it between 2011 and 2012. I thought it was before that Texas Rangers season. Yeah, but maybe I not. don't think so. Okay. I don't know. I'll have to look Bert's it up. Bert's memory I trust more than my own. and <laughs> well, I trust Josh's memory, too. This is, I don't know. This uh, is really a dumb question to even. No, the question is someone's got to do the math. And uh, this past year was our fifth year, fifth Orioles season that we covered. I don't think that's right. Because we have done, we've, uh, we number them by week. 18, 17, 16, We have gone for. 15, I mean, actually, you know what? Maybe if we do the math, Bert's been here for five years. <laughs> And you and I have have been here. Uh, if you add up all the ones he's missed, <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting for the website to load to see what number we're on. But whatever episode number yeah. this is, is the number of weeks we've been doing the podcast. Yeah. Because even when we would do, went through those stretches where we would do dailies or do twice a Remember for a stretch, we would do Orioles and Ravens two episodes a week. Yeah. But we always kept the same episode number. And the website's not loading right now for me. Well, I just appreciate that Josh took another dig about birth attendance on this podcast. That's dig number two. I'm keeping track. <laughs> if you, it's not, it's not phasing home. me at all. You're uh, not going to hurt my feelings. <laughs> no, I, I know. Believe me. I've enjoyed my Monday evenings. <laughs> no, I'm glad you're back for today. I've been going to sleep at like 8 o'clock every night, during right. work, at least during a work week. Alright, yeah. this is episode number 350. Okay, glad you, Josh, get, get to the bottom of it. Yeah. So well, if I do 350 yeah. Yeah, 350 divided by 52. Divided by over seven. 6.7 7 years. Okay. So March will be seven years. All right. And, and, and March will be 2020. Right. So that'd be 2013 start. No, no, no. Yes. No, because that would right. mean we did it for seven years. We so did not be cover. 2012. We, we jumped on after the Texas Rangers wildcard year. No, we didn't. Yes, we did. We did it the year before. We did we it did March, not. March 2012. Where's the I, intern when you need him? March 2013. For, uh, I would I would put money on it. Oh my gosh, um, you guys want to put money on it right now? 
I'd put that's that's I know. Mullins. I guarantee it's March 2011 ended with the Robert Andino taking the Red Sox out of the playoffs, right? Yeah. Yes. The for which, of Andino. For, and, and then the next we year, did not Andino. start the podcast just because Andino ended the season. We started the podcast after we actually made the playoffs no. and left an impact on no, it. No, we started the podcast not knowing that the Orioles were going to do any do anything. Okay. I so did we differ. start after the curse of Andino, or did we start it after Andino um, put the moves on Richard Jolie? We That's started we it. Yeah, out. it was after Nate McLeod hit the foul pole in New York. Yeah, uh, I'll find I'll find an official date at some point. But yeah, we'll figure right, that but out. But if I'm right, then quit hassling me for not being on the podcast that much because <laughs> I'm tired of coming. The one time I come in here, I have to correct you guys. Oh, you- <laughs> Bert, we're happy to have you on our couch. Oh, thank you. That's not my couch at all, though. <laughs> happy to have you on my parents' couch. <laughs> you just kind of leave it at that silence? No, I don't know where to go from you guys having to fight about <laughs> when what year we started the podcast. This is the dumbest fight I've ever heard in my life. Hey, guys, for next episode. You know how many emails I'd have to dig through back to 2012? Don't worry about it. Don't it. worry. It's just we will never know. It's okay. I'll, it's look, okay. I'll, look it I'll figure it it's out okay. after the show. Um, oh, so no, our listeners don't get to hear you saying, oh, you're right, Bert. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, for next episode, this is going to be the last um, or the first episode of the 2020 year. Uh, I saw this going on around on Twitter, and I want to do this here on the podcast. And all decades... Or Orioles team, and or we can do Orioles? Ravens too. All yeah, right. but but I saw going around Twitter. Next, so that's what you want to do for next for week. Next week, all decades Orioles team. So the past ten years, position by the position, best player. But I saw people doing some shady business on Twitter, and I don't think this should be allowed. Mm-hmm. Can we go over a couple of rules real quick? Uh, so people on Twitter would be like Chris Davis, and they would put a year beside Chris Davis, all right. as in picking the the right year. All right, May 2013. Oh, I have you're an, still on this. I okay. have an article <laughs> that Bert sent me. Why would Bert Let me know be writing when you guys a blog entry in 2013? Because that's the year we started the podcast, and I would have. There's no way year a two, year later gonna... <laughs> I would still be writing on the pod on a, for a blog. Get out of here with that. <laughs> I, I bought section336.com in 2010. That's because Matt was writing a blog at the time. I'll figure it out later. All right, so we're going to do all decade next year. Yeah, but you can't do, like, some people put, like, Chris Davis and the year of Chris Davis. You, no, like, no, like, so if you're choosing Chris Davis, it's his entire time as an Oriole? Yeah, you're choosing the past decade of Chris Davis. Do you want the all past right. decade of Chris Davis on your team? Are we going to do, uh, like, best sports moments as well? The past decade? For the past decade. Oh, that's really hard. Or, or like, uh, or the article, I was reading an article earlier this week about the, which one person in Baltimore sports represents uh, Baltimore sports for the decade. Who's the man of the decade? Not Mo Gabbard. I know, I know that bugs you. <laughs> uh, no. Not him. Yeah. But like, and they came down to Adam Jones, Buck Showalter, and mm. John Harbaugh. Mm. That's a good list. Yeah, I thought that was good. And they, yeah. end, they ended up going with John Harbaugh. Why was Brian Mattis left off that list? Yeah, Brian Mattis will not be on any of these lists. Oh, even when you do, list. he's not going to be. On, he is not going to be even in your bullpen. My bullpen, your bullpen. What's bullpen? Six guys. This and remember, this is old rules where you could throw to one lefty and then take him out. Not the new oh, rules. We're going with old rules. Three, three hitters. All right. So just for right, but can he be in your bullpen just to face David Ortiz? Yeah. So, I got yeah. But I like the idea of doing instead of a year end show, doing a decade a decade end show. End show. Yeah, wrap up the decade. Did the decade does the decade end, or does it? No, your decade ends. Does the decade begin on zero it or end on, on zero? Begins on zero. So you do zero to nineteen, right? All right and so, then again, you would do. All right, like, so, we would start so twenty twenty to twenty twenty nine. So this the is next one twenty ten to twenty nineteen. Twenty nineteen. Why yeah. wouldn't you do twenty eleven to twenty twenty? I don't know. <laughs> okay. I'm tired of like, can I feel we like, not I feel like you're, years anymore on the show. I feel like you're <laughs> trying to bring the decade a year early, but okay, let's do the not, decade. Because 2020 starts a new decade. Okay. All right. I don't know. You, I, don't right. know. Right. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. That's People how I think of a decades. new decade starting at the year zero for the new decade. But maybe that's just me. Okay. I, I'm tired of arguing years on this show. I, I by the way, I keep an email record. Uh, I keep all of my emails. I have a subfolder called Section 336. And okay. My first emails in this subfolder oh started gosh. in March of 2013. So if you can find some cache of 
emails between ourselves <laughs> starting in 2012, then I might consider that you were right. No, I'm just Up gonna, until then, I stand by uh, the fact I'm, that we started. I'm going to cool, pull back whatever that is, seven years of calendars, and I'm going to count week by week until I get to 350. <laughs> and that, that'll be my proof. All right. Good luck with, good as, as luck with that math, that way I'll, have, I'll have the date for every episode we did. Good luck with that math. Hey, um, next Sunday, we uh, face the Steelers. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be a playoff game for the Steelers, right? Like, it's going to have playoff implications. They have to win to have they a They lost, right? and the Titans lost today, though, so the Steelers are still the sixth seed. Right. right. But um, if they lose and the Titans win, or even uh, I think there might be one other team that the could Raiders, still in. The Raiders, if both teams yeah. Yeah, lose, the Raiders so, could have yes. The, the Steelers can still lose and make it in, but those other two teams have to lose, too. Right, so it's a playoff game for them. Agreed. Um, if you're the Ravens, do you even consider... I think the other argument is if, you know, you rest your starters like you rest Lamar Jackson, then you also have the bye going into the playoffs. So right. it's a long, it'd be a long break for Multiple, Lamar. Yeah, a few weeks. Um, do you at all consider, either because the Steelers or because you want to avoid the long layoff and he could get rusty, do you at all consider playing Lamar Jackson? And this is coming from, if you're John Harbaugh, who when you're up 15 with two minutes to go is still des- uh, calling run plays for yeah, Lamar to run right. the ball like a crazy man in today's game. But do you guys at all consider playing Lamar Jackson um, to avoid rust and to knock off the Steelers? And or to knock off I, the Steelers? I think it depends on health. I think with Ingram, had like, what, a pulled calf or something, strained calf today. So I think you give him off. Yeah, but Ingram, a- I feel a- like, is more replaceable. Right. Andrews. You might you might give off as well because he's been such a rock for this team, yeah. and again, good opportunity got, for Hurst, yeah, to right. step up. Uh, Lamar, yeah, Lamar's the big one. Do you rest Lamar? I think you play Lamar one quarter. I think you let him get out there because he's a competitor, because he he doesn't like to be on the sideline, and you let him play a little bit to, to you know avoid that that rest, avoid that rust, and you and you let him go out there and say, hey, don't run. Throw the ball, protect yourself. It's more important for you to come out safe. Kind of how we've seen him at the end of some games. Not today. Today he was running late in the game. Yep. But last week he lead. wasn't. Yeah. Last week he was very much protecting himself and throwing the ball away if needed. Uh, so I'd be fine with him doing that for a quarter. But I also feel like RG three could beat these Steelers. Yeah. So do you want to beat the Steelers? Like, is that is that important to you if you're John Harbaugh or as a fan? Is it important to you to beat the Steelers? Yeah, to help so, keep them out of the playoffs. I don't care about the Steelers in the playoffs. I don't. They look I don't, like a one and done team. It, it's hard to imagine with their quarterback situation them going anywhere in the playoffs. I would not like the Steelers to beat us, and then the Steelers come back in uh, whatever that is three weeks if they won their first round, right? To get to, to then come in and be all cocky and confident because they beat us a few weeks earlier, right? So I wouldn't want that. And I also kind of like... Do you think they're going to be cocky if they beat RG3? <laughs> yes. These, have you, these football players are cocky if they get a tackle when they're down by 30. Uh, Beckham was doing a dance making fun of Lamar Jackson right. that brought them to within like 10 points of the lead. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, they're, they're done part of me, with it. and if I was John Harbaugh, part of me would want the win because I'd want win number 14 because the team has never had 14 regular season wins. So I'd want that record. Okay. And then I'd look at. I, so, so you say forget the whole thing about Lamar getting rusty. Forget about being the Steelers. You just want the number 14. No, I'm just saying more. I'm just saying these are more things going through okay. where I would let Lamar start the game. Bert? No chance. The mission is accomplished. With the number one seed, what more do you want? Well, there, the mission's not accomplished until the Super Bowl, but yeah. Right, but the, we, as far as the, the regular season's over for us. You can't do any better than we possibly did in the regular season. The record won't matter. If we're 14-2, and two, we still got the number one seed. But if we're 13-3 if we're and three and Lamar Jackson gets hurt in a game that's completely meaningless for us because of pride, because we wanted 14 wins, forget it. It's not worth it. Yeah. I don't, I'm not worried about him getting rusty. I... Lamar Jackson has the work ethic where he could take a month off and he's not going to get rusty. He d- yeah. he was all, the entire offseason and he came back better than ever. Yeah. He's the freaking MVP of the league. It would yeah. be foolish for them to play anybody that is an impact player uh at least more than a half. But you have a chance to keep the Steelers out. I don't care about you that. You don't care that? I I would love that. if the Steelers had to come and play in Baltimore in the playoffs. Yeah. 
Because we can beat them. They're garbage. Because they're not very good. They're yeah. not very good. I, they may not beat RG3. I, I'd rather play them than the Trent Titans. Mix sorely. Yeah. Our backups should be able to beat the Steelers, I think. Yeah. They what? can't even fi- They keep Today they flip-flop between they're, Mason Rudolph and the Hodges guy. Yeah, they're flipping between their second three and, and third string. <laughs> they lost to the Jets today. Yeah. Trying to win. Yeah. Who, they could have locked up that sixth seed today if they could beat the Jets. They couldn't beat the Jets. Yeah. Four weeks ago, we stomped the Jets into oblivion. Yeah. I I would love for the Steelers to come to Baltimore in the playoffs. That's a win. So you're on saying to the next game. We should throw the game and lose on purpose. I don't care. I <laughs> I might go to Costco next Sunday because it doesn't matter. Mm. After, I I I will be mad if Lamar Jackson plays on Sunday, yeah. the, even for a quarter. It's pointless. It's stupid. Why would you risk it? After the game, John Harbaugh said he hasn't decided yet. He will meet with team leaders and decide thereafter. Lamar Jackson is going to say, I want to play. Of course, but that's his job. You, but he also said the coach, he'll do whatever the coach tells him to do. But he also says, like, I want to go for it on every fourth and two <laughs> yeah, play. Always. And they always go for it on fourth and uh-huh. two. And more often than not, it works. But in a game that doesn't matter whether you win or lose, you're still the number one seed. Are you concerned not about... Don't uh, go for it. Don't risk it. It's if he's this... this whole, the whole season go down the toilet. Super Bowl hopes go down the toilet because Lamar Jackson tries to get a first down in a game that doesn't matter, and he gets hit. Are you concerned? Forget it. Are you concerned about momentum either way? Either continuing the momentum through the Super Bowl and that no. being worried about losing that momentum, or that, or are you concerned about the high stakes of being undefeated for what thirteen straight weeks now? Yeah, and and going into the playoffs with like thirteen in a row. Are you concerned about is? And no, because you say, hey, the, just lose week 17 so that pressure's off. The priorities are all wrong in that, in that sense. The, the priority is to win the Super Bowl, not yeah. to win a meaningless week 17 game, not to keep the to Steelers out, not to hope the Titans skid in the playoffs. Yeah. The priority is to win the Super Bowl. And you take so far as we've taken the steps to get there, and as far as the AFC, you can't get any better than where we are right now. 14 wins, 13 wins, that doesn't matter. The ending is still the same. We're the number one seed. So that's what I'm saying. The, the regular season's over, in my opinion. Yep. So I rest those guys as much as they want. And there's, like I said, even Lamar, Mark Ingram, Mark Andrews, any of those guys who maybe have a little bit of uh, lingering injuries now, three weeks off, two and a half weeks off, whatever it is now, that's perfect. And I have no doubt that those are guys are going to show up prepared for that first home playoff game. The whole city of Baltimore is going to be going ballistic. The stadium's going to be... If there was a roof, it would be blown off. And Lamar Jackson is not going to be rusty for that game if he takes off from the Steelers game next week. Yeah, and outside Lamar Jackson, the other players we're talking about are most likely guys like Yanda or Ingram. Stanley. Veteran players. Stanley. Veteran players who who know how to prepare. And, yeah, I think it would be a, 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 a non Any one of our 12 pro bowlers. Yeah. 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 yeah, and a good opportunity for other players um, to get some action. Um. Yeah. In case you might need RG three at some point in the playoffs, so it's good to good to have some in game action. Yeah, or anything. It's it's a chance for RJ three just to showcase to say, hey, I can still play football. I'm more than a backup. Oh yeah, it's a huge game for him. So it's, right? it's a he, great opportunity for him. He's always on a one year to one year backup deal. He would love another right. chance to start. So yeah, it's, it's so a good could, game for him. I can see them kind of even going with that to be like Lamar wanting to help RG three and give RG three a chance. Yeah. Though if RG3 has a really good game, do you think people start saying... Let's bench Lamar. No. Well, no, not let's bench Lamar, but like, well, you know, maybe, maybe it's the system. No, right? It's a system that well, is allowing Lamar to be successful. That, that system is going to get Greg Roman paid. And I hope that it's... Yeah, or I a really hope, job, yeah. I really hope... Well, either way, he's getting paid. I really hope the Ravens just offer him all the money in the world to stay and not go coach another team. It crossed my mind. I think I would even think about... Uh, not starting RG3 in that Steelers game. Trace not, McSorley? Yeah. Yeah. Because not, you know, if, if Lamar gets hurt, it's over. Forget right. it. But I like our odds better if RG3 has to come in for Lamar in a playoff game than if Trace McSorley comes oh, yeah. in. And in that sense, That's, I'd rather bench, let, I don't want to risk RG3 getting hurt. You know, I, I, like, <laughs> I like that. Trace McSorley, I don't think, has been active all season. Right. I like the idea I think of be, I think him, be active, yeah. Make Lamar inactive. Put Lamar up in the owner's box and let Lamar watch the game from up top. <laughs> nah, that would never happen. But I, I would. No, you put him up in the owner's box. You know how loud your cheers are going to be when you show him up on the jumbotron. I, he'll be on the sideline. That's not going to happen. No, There's no chance he's in the owner's box. I know. Yeah. Um, or, the, uh, can, can you be on the sideline if you're inactive? Yeah. Yes. All right. Yeah, just, oh yeah, yeah. You're holding a clipboard. All right. Um, 
Yeah, Ben Roethlisberger's been on the sideline all season. That's true. Him and his uh, Apple Watch getting uh, plays in. The, uh, yeah, this Steelers game has the huge makings of a uh, Trace McSorley versus Delvin Hodges uh, game for the ages. And I'm I'm here for it. <laughs> Except not really. I'll be at Costco for right. it. Probably. I, no, I mean, that's kind of something that would excite me to see if Trace McSorley can do anything. It'd be, I think it'd be entertaining. I think I'd be more entertained by, by Trace McSorley starting the game than RG3. I think it would be great just for the Steelers' pride for to bring out Trace McSorley and have him beat them. Have our third yeah. string beat your third string? Yeah. yeah. So Especially since Steelers are banged up again today. Yeah, they lost to the Jets. No, but, <laughs> again. I, but, no, but I think they, like Mason Rudolph, I think, went out hurt. Yeah, well, they did the whole Hodges start, I think, and then Rudolph came in. And then Rudolph got and hurt, then Rudolph and Hodges got hurt, went back. And Hodges had to yeah. come back That's in. embarrassing. Yeah. yeah, I you know, I'm not one to feel bad for Steelers or Steelers fans. But <laughs> When you get benched because you're so bad because you threw two interceptions like the first yeah. quarter, and then you're forced to come back in because you're – Backup got hurt. And meanwhile, yeah, they got the nice Tennessee situation. Titans breathing down their throat for that six wild card spot, and the Titans are playing the crap out of the, the Saints. Saints yep. The best teams in football. Yeah, they almost beat the Saints today. And you can't beat the Jets. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. I would. I hope the Steelers get in. <laughs> Let them beat us. But I'll also be pleased if our backups beat them too. <laughs> yeah. Right. Either way, it doesn't matter what happens in Week 17 because we're all just now just waiting for the playoffs. That's right. We exactly. got our. Our Christmas came early with today's game. Yes. Right? You yeah. see how I tie that into Christmas because it is the season. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> and we just locked up the one seed. That's our Christmas present, Raven fans, the one seed. And what a great Christmas present it is. Yes. Finally. I've been wanting a one seed for 20 For every Christmas. Some since, years. Yeah. yeah. I mean, wrote have... notes to Santa about it every year, and you finally got <laughs> right, it. Right, right. And to have a week 17 that doesn't matter, yeah. that we can just relax. With yeah. a team that... It's impossible to find something not to like about these guys. Like, it's, it's exciting with how great they are. Where you're hearing from people who don't like the Ravens are like, man, the Ravens are good this year. Yeah. Lamar Jackson yeah. is special. He's pretty cool. Yeah. 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 I like, I hate the Ravens, but I really like Lamar Jackson. Yep. I had some Steeler fans tell me that just this morning. <laughs> yep. You cannot hate Lamar Jackson. All right. Let's get out of here. Um, Bert, thanks for stopping in. Yeah. Good to see you guys. Yeah, good, good to, to see you again in a couple more days on Christmas. On Christmas, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Two days in, uh, in the matter, or two, two appearances in the matter of what, like four days. This is yeah. Christmas comes twice a year <laughs> today and twice a week. This <laughs> year, twice, twice, twice a week. week. <laughs> twice a week. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, boys and girls, have a have a wonderful Christmas. Hope you get all that you're asking for. We got a one seat, so we got all that we were asking. I'm for. good. I don't need anything else. That's right. Well, maybe an Orioles pitcher. In, in 2024, maybe. All right. Yeah. I, don't waste. Don't yeah, waste. I'm not my, wasting my, right, my Santa on. letters on right. on wishing for. I'm not showing yet. up to social media fan night and asking some fourth starter special questions like I was going to do for Adam Jones. <laughs> right. There's no Adam Jones on this team right now. That's right. No, no. Not even close. <laughs> all right. Check us out on all the social media sites. Register review on iTunes. Just search Section 36 and find us on all those platforms. Thanks for listening, boys and girls. Josh, you playing the outro music? Yeah, music's been playing. All right, <laughs> thanks for listening, boys and girls. And as always, go Ravens. Thank you for listening to the Section 336 podcast. Please go to iTunes and Facebook for all complaints or the occasional compliment. If I were you, I would not take any baseball advice from these guys. Josh and Matt were raised by an Orioles-obsessed father, and Bert, uh, well, Bert fell in love with Don Mattingly. He has a thing for mustaches.